the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Iman Farouk, who is currently residing in the East Bay, a 19-year-old marketing student in the process of transitioning from community college to a four-year university. And um, she is making some tremendous decisions, um, now looking at, at a college, Cal State Fullerton, in the fall and also waiting on a potential placement at USC. Uh, Her dad and brother are an alumni, and uh, she's very excited about the possibility of attending there. And she's very excited about the opportunity to share her survivor story and empower women to love themselves, heal, and find peace. Welcome to the show, Iman. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. So, Iman, um, exciting news about transitioning from uh, to four-year university. When is that happening? In August, September timeframe? Yeah, so that should happen around fall. So August, I do plan on moving out um, beginning of June. Okay, and yeah. will this be your first time living on your own? Yes, yes, this will be the first time. Um, I'll be completely independent, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. Wonderful. Well, um, you have your whole life ahead of you, so much to look forward to, and how exciting is that? So you're going to be focusing on marketing, is that right? Yes. So I'm right now just focusing on digital marketing, and then I'm building my background in graphic design as well. Um, I want to be a logo designer, um, ideally, so hopefully I can make that happen in the future. What kind of tools are you using for graphic design? Yeah, so as of now, um, I have haven't really delved too much into um, uh, building my background in graphic design since I've been focusing more on the business aspect of marketing. Um, since obviously money is the incentive, um, so I wanted to focus more on that. Um, but obviously, you know, once I start school in the fall, I'll definitely take some courses um, focusing more on graphic design so I can, um, you know, build my skills and um, accentuate whatever. Cool. Yeah. So getting as much experience as possible is probably the focus at this point. Okay. Gotcha. Um, And when you think about, you know, you're, you you talked about wanting to share your survivor story and empower other women to love themselves, heal and find peace. That's in your bio. Tell me about how that mashes up with uh, marketing. Um, So I feel like um, they kind of, in a way, work in tandem because um, obviously uh, marketing um, all comes down to how you communicate um, with um, another individual, uh, just a stranger um, or somebody you know. It's important to, I think, understand that um, if you 
can read another person's energy and you can um, really feel what the other person is feeling in that moment uh, when they're communicating to you. Tell me how that um, your um, how your interest in marketing mashes up with your personal value systems and the way you want to bring peace and healing to women and other survivors. So I think um, the way I want to incorporate these two, obviously, you know, um, what happened, um, it was probably one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through um, in my entire like, 20 years of living. Um, I definitely hit rock bottom um, in terms of my mental state, my emotional um, stability. I think the way that I would be able to incorporate my story and, you know, what I felt and um, being able to understand what other women have felt um, who have gone through the same exact thing, um, you know, and their stories and their, you know, unique experiences and everything. I think the way that I'll be able to incorporate the two is by obviously, you know, um, marketing myself and marketing my story and, you know, telling other women and, you know, sharing, um, you know, my experiences, everything and having other women know that like, you're not alone. And Mm -hmm. even if you may feel like it, um, you know, even when you feel like the whole world is just crashing around you, and nobody's really understanding your pain. Nobody's really understanding, you know, what's going through your head and the hopelessness and the, the pain that's felt behind losing yourself after something so traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, marketing business, it's, you know, some people would be like, you know, how are you going to incorporate, you know, your story with business? And I think, you know, obviously what happened, it was hard and everything, but it changed me into the person that I am today. Um, I honestly don't think I would be where I am right now if it didn't happen the way it did. Um, you know, things didn't happen um, the way they did in the past. But yeah. I think when, you know, I, I've, I, I delve into the business world and I meet people and, you know, I um, create new relationships and stuff, I think sharing my story and you know telling people like this is how i got here will empower other people who haven't come out about their story or you know are still struggling to accept what happened to them um and i think in that way i'll be able to empower those people um, Mm. to that like you know this happened and it's a part it was like a part of my chapter but like it doesn't define the type of person I am and the type of you know decisions I can make or you know the things I can get done or you know whatever it is like it I, I just I, I want other women or you know young or old to know that what happened to you doesn't define you so uh, it was just a blip in the, in the road and it's not something that should you know kind of take you down yeah yeah and um yeah crush so it's you important to remember mm. that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's awesome that, that you're wanting to bring some, your voice to this and you're wanting to empower others that have experienced what you've experienced. And, you know, before we go into um, how you might do that, I'd like to give you a moment to uh, share your story and talk a little bit about what exactly did happen. Obviously, we're not going to go into uh, nitty gritty detail, um, but just to uh, because I know this is important to me, to you. You've told me uh, that you want to share your story because it's, it's, it's a healing process for you. And so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about what is what is what what did happen and what do you need people to know about what happened to you and um, what's happening to um, you know many many girls, boys, um, people throughout our globe, and oftentimes in silence. And what get, bringing a, your voice to this and, and sharing your truth is what it's doing for you in your heart and your soul. And um, certainly um, in terms of moving on in into a successful um, college career in marketing where you can not only market products and other people's visions where you can market uh, everyone's right to be free. So 
We will come back in just a second and we're going to hear from Iman Farouk about her personal story. Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Iman Farouk, a college advocate who is currently 19 years old and a marketing student in the process of transferring to four-year university and wanting to use her voice to um, empower women to love themselves, heal and find peace, in particular as a survivor of of sexual abuse, of uh, assault, and um, someone who really wants to use her story to create some freedom for others. And so I want to talk to uh, you, Iman, about that today. Um, I know this is a a first for you, and you really were adamant about wanting to share your story. And I want to give you an opportunity to, you know, share with the listening audience what happened to you and what you want others that are listening to take from this and learn from your experience. Awesome. Yeah, no. um, So I want to thank you again uh, for giving me this opportunity to share my story. Um, I just hope, um, or I did hope that, you know, my, my words were, um, you know, anything I say um, could, impact somebody, um, in a yeah. positive way, um, you know, maybe help them rethink a bad decision or, you know, just help them get out of bed and, you know, be like, okay, I can do this. I can, you know, wake up and make it through today, make huh? it through today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so last year, um, on the night of my brother's birthday, uh, five days before mine. Um, I was still 18 at the time. Um, I was raped. Um, and I didn't actually realize um, what had happened to me until about a month later um, on July 20th. Mm. Um, I actually vividly remember that that night, um, I was in my bathroom and I was listening to music and, you know, I was just, I, I just thought about that night again and it, it just hit me and I was like, oh my God, that was not consensual. Mm-hmm. And I swear to you, um, that was a moment where I hit rock bottom. Um, Cause it was unfathomable that, you know, it, it just imagining, just thinking like I was raped, mm-hmm. you know, somebody took something so valuable, so precious from me. And you know, I'm just sitting here, I'm sitting in my bathroom. Now what? <laughs> right. You know? mm-hmm. Um 
that feeling was so hollow. Um, probably the most pain that I've ever experienced. Um, in a way, it felt like a part of me died. Mm. And, you know, I was standing there and I was, I remember looking at myself, you know, tears running down my face and I was like, like, you know, what do I, where, where, what do I do? Where do I, I mean, like, what now, what now, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, do I tell my parents? Do I tell my, my older brother? Do I, you know, what do I do? Like, do I get help from somewhere? You know, what, who do, who do I contact? Mm. What do I do? I was like, I, I, I the whole, I, I felt like I was in a black hole. And there was like, mm. no, like there was just darkness around me everywhere. And I was like, what do I do? Right. Um, I swear it's like maybe like two, two and a half weeks went by and I did not leave my bed. Mm. Um, I was taking sleeping pills, um, you know, to get through the night. I'd be waking up, um, cold sweats, hyperventilating. Um, you know, I'd be getting like really, really disturbing flashbacks, uh, intrusive thoughts, um, crying all the time, uh, just extremely depressed. And, you know, obviously my parents were like, okay, what is going on? I mean, this is not like our daughter. I mean, Iman, you know, my friends tell me as somebody who's very vibrant and giggly and, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm kind of like the idiot in the group. Um, and I just wasn't like that. And I was, my, my family was concerned, you know, they were like, what is going on? Like, what? You know, I wasn't going out of my, I wasn't leaving my room. I wasn't eating, you know, I wasn't um, speaking to anybody, um, Mm -hmm. completely cut off everybody. Yeah. And I swear, like, it would be day and I'd close my eyes and I'd open, open them and it'd be night. And, you know, I'd still be in my bed. I wasn't, you know, school was on the back burner. I mean, I was just completely out of sorts. And, um, one day, um, it occurred to me that I should tell somebody, you know, I was like having suicidal ideations. I was, you know, reaching the brink of, you know, losing it just completely just, you know, I felt like I was like shattered into pieces and I was like, how do I pull myself back together? And honestly, I, mm-hmm. I, at that moment, I felt like I couldn't, I was like, I can't do this. It's impossible. Like, you know, how, how am I going to find myself again? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one day I was like, you know what, my brother, he's an amazing, uh, an amazing person, um, extremely successful great head on his shoulders um, and has supported me a lot throughout this. I decided to call, I decided to call my brother and um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell him and, you know, just see what happens. You know, maybe he can help me out or redirect me or whatever it is. So I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch and I call him and, you know, I tell him what happened and, the first thing he said to me was, Iman, it wasn't your fault. Good job. And, you know, that's why my respect for my brother, you know, goes up every day. Because in that moment, that's when I realized, you know, man, like, what happened, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, I, and it's unfortunate because... You know, I'm from Pakistan. Um, I've grown up with that culture. And I, um, along with that, I've been Muslim. Um, my whole family is, my parents are Muslim. Um, and I've grown up with the teachings of Islam. And, mm-hmm. you know, most or all religions, um, actually, I mean, all religions, their basic foundation is, you know, be a good person, be respectful, you know, um, give love and receive love. Mm-hmm. 
And obviously, like, you know, I respect the ideals and morals of my religion and my culture. But I feel like the reason why I struggled so much to tell my parents and to open up with them mm-hmm. because of how, you know, the, the idea, the concept of rape is seen in my culture. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, it's like death in a family. Um, so, you know, just thinking about it, just thinking about the fact that, you know, I have to share this information with my mom and dad, but like how? Mm. So I'm, you know, talking with my brother and he's like, dude, put everything to the side, put culture, put religion, put everything to the side. This is about you. And this is about how you're going to heal because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, we're all human beings and you know, we, things like this happen and it's like, do you want to victim blame or do you want to be like, hey, let's educate our son and let's tell our son to respect women, mm. to know what it means when a girl says no, to back off, to know how to back off and to you know, in, in, learn how to how to just stop when another yes. woman doesn't want your unwanted advances. Yes, awesome. So instead of protecting your daughters and not letting them go out at night, you know, when they want to hang out with their friends, or you know, not letting them go out, you know, uh, leave go leave the state to you know go experience new things or do whatever, because you're scared that she's going to, you know, get into a situation where she'll be at risk. You know, instead of stopping our women and, and kind of, you know, putting them in this little bubble that like, we can't go out and we can't feel safe when we go to school, when we take the bus, when we, whatever it is, let's stop telling our women that we can't do normal things that everybody should be able to do. And instead tell our men to stop, to, right. to stop making us feel uncomfortable, to, to learn what it means when a woman says no, to, mm-hmm. you know, to, it, all these little things. I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple phrase, educate your son, protect you and not protect your daughter. I mean, it's, it, it's like, why does it have to be, you know, keeping our girls in like this little shell mm. and where they feel like they're suffocating because mm. they're supposed to be scared to go out to, you know, go grab dinner or to go, you know, walk in the downtown city at night. Like, come on. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's heart wrenching for me to be hearing about this all the time. Thank you so much for um, just starting. We're going to continue with uh, what you're sharing here, Iman. And I want to hear about your parents' reaction because I know um, that there was um, just, uh, you met with some support there as well, just like you did with your brother. And and I think that's great. I want people to hear that that because this, this is something they may be experiencing in their families. But we're going to come right back um, and hear more from Iman. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. 
My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Iman Farouk, survivor leader, advocate, sharing her voice about um, the effects of sexual assault, sexual trauma, and um, also the strength that she's finding in sharing her story, sharing her truth, and um, empowering others that are like her, uh, that like her have experienced this these terrible things and are standing up and saying enough and so um and bringing healing and peace to others so um just uh we were talking about this whole notion and i actually saw it um just recently on linkedin someone had posted um a a a, a picture and it said on it protect your daughters and it had a line through it and it said educate your sons and it was just an indicator that we need to start shifting and make, you know, I'm one that I don't think you shift all the way through. I think it's both. You protect your daughters, you educate your sons, you educate, you, you, you protect your sons, right, you educate right. your daughters. I think it's, I think we need more of all of it, but I like the shift because there's too much of protect your daughters. And then, like you said, everybody, you know, the girls are trapped. They don't have any, any personal expression, they don't have, you know, something happened just recently where my daughter was 13. She was wearing a beautiful dress. And I mean, it's just like a little prairie dress. It was a little short. And um, and she's 13. She doesn't know that taking the picture from maybe a certain angle might make it look um, more mature and maybe provocative, what somebody would call provocative. And I ha- I'm sorry to say I had to let her know and educate her on that because um, it's almost as if so, if someone does something like that, it's a, like is it is that a license for someone to come and prey on her? No, it it it, it shouldn't be, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the cat call, mm-hmm. or you know, if 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 a young person posts something um, where they have certain you know a certain clothing on or. Maybe they're out late at night. Is that like communicating a message like, oh, they're out at 11 in, you know, in this area. They must want sex. They must want to be raped. Is that what it communicates? Um, It's like that's ridiculous thinking. And, you know, and and at the same time, as her mom, I had to educate her on the perceptions of other people and that. While she could say, hey, go away. No, that's not what I meant by it. I'm not interested in you. While she can be empowered that way, I, you know, as her mom wanted to save her from even having to have that conversation with like an adult man that, you know, if she posted a picture in that dress and he might say, hey, you look great. Ooh, you know, and I I just want to save her from even that, even that discussion. And but it's sad that it that these things are kind of like they give access. Mm-hmm. They 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 send a message that people are willing to act on. And so anyway, uh, you know, I so when you were talking, those things came up for me. And when I saw the the it's a police officer who posted that, you know, mm-hmm. scratch through. Uh, he's out of out of Texas, and he's really a huge uh, trafficking victim um, advocate. And he he scratched through protect daughters and highlighted mm-hmm. educate sons. So so what did your parents do? You were getting ready to say, yeah. Uh, so, you know, when they found out what what happened, right? So that was um, man, what a day. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
um, so I remember I was sitting by my window and I was just crying. There were just tears coming down my face. And I was like, uh, how do I do this? What do I say? What, what the hell do I do? <laughs> um, and my dad walks into my room. Mm. Like, Iman, look, I, I know something's up. You know, you haven't been acting like yourself. Um, and I, you know, I know something's off with you. And he said, I just want to let you know that I am here for you. And not as anybody else, but as your father. Mm. And as a father that loves his daughter. Mm. And he was like, you know, I don't want to say anything, but, you know, I feel like something really serious happened with you. Mm -hmm. And I just want to let you know that, you know, put everything to the side, you know, put our culture, religion, everything, everything to the side. Don't worry about what, you know, don't worry about that judgment of anything. He said, tell me. And I will be here for you and support you. Mm. And you know what? I think, and you know, I say this every day that my dad, um, you know, is one of the biggest reasons that, you know, I am where I am today. Um, mm. Because he was a man in my life that empowered me to, to be, you know, right where I am right now. Yeah. And, you know, I looked at him and I said, yeah, you know, um, I don't want to share this information with you, but I think you need to know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that, you know, you know what's going on with me. And I remember looking into his eyes and just seeing that, you know, th that like, oh crap type of thing. Like he just, mm -hmm. he looked, so, the fear in his eyes was just, I can never forget that look. Mm. Um, and I said, Dad, um, uh, you know, a little over a month ago, um, I was raped. Mm. And, oh, my Lord, the, the, his, his face just, um, he was like, it, it was like the life got sucked out of him. Yeah. In that moment. Mm. And his first reaction was anger he was so mad right he was like oh my god like where is this boy like tell me where he is like you know i'll literally i'll kill him like i was like no no i was like i was like no that that's i was like you need to relax just calm down you know he 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 was just because i obviously had a little time to i guess you could say quote unquote process it but my dad was like I mean, he was like how he was like just beginning to process this. Like, how could this happen to my daughter? Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was just out of sorts. And so, you know, he goes, tell me what to do. You know, what, what do you want to do? You want to press charges? Like what? I was like, no, no, nothing. And he was like, what? He was like, nothing. And, you know, he just walked out and I was kind of just sitting there and I, you know, I, I realized, oh my God, like, this is not only trauma for me, but this is trauma for my dad. Yeah. And, um, you know, so he told my mom um, as well. And, you know, for a couple of weeks, for some time, um, I didn't really get a reaction from my mom. Um, mm. And to this day, I still haven't. I mean, she lives in Pakistan. Um, and she's taking care of my grandma. And I still haven't really talked to her about it. Yeah. Um, because I think at the same time that I'm healing and I'm processing what happened to me, so are my parents. Right. So is my mother and so is my dad because they, you know, parents, you know, when you, when you have kids, when you have a daughter, you know, they're, she's your prized possession. She's your angel. She's your, she's your baby, you know, and, yeah. and hearing something like that is so, you know, it, it's a gut wrenching feeling. Right. And so, you know, I, you know, my, my parents worked through it and um, they have been my 
biggest support. And I truly love both of them for, for, mm. for really getting me where I am today. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you have really um, done, um, you have really put out here the reaction of the entire family um, that I've heard over and over again, and that it does impact everyone, everyone. This isn't just uh, hurting you, it's hurting everyone. And that's why it's, you know, it's, it's horrible because your support system that you need so much is also pain. They're also hurting. Right. And so, um, you know, something like this just um, is just really tough. And so the fact that you're coming out of this with a strong voice is to be commended. And I am so um, just so grateful that um, you are um, claiming your power back and you are um, you're advocating for others that have not yet found that voice. And so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I want to talk about some of the things that you're planning to do again to help others um, now that you've um, shared your story. So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with survivor leader and advocate Iman Farouk, who is uh, sharing her story that others who, like her, have been um, heard, have been traumatized through sexual violence, uh, can find their voice and their pathway to love and to freedom and to peace and also to to uh, sharing their own stories. And so I want to ask you, you know, going back to your marketing um, plans and also your relationship with uh, people like India and uh, the Yellow Heart Committee and other uh, agencies that I'm sure you're going to get connected to. What are your plans? What do you see? Just dream a little with you with me. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I just want to use my voice louder than I've ever used it before. I mean, I hope to, um, you know, wherever the opportunity arises to speak to people, to talk to um, not only women um, who are healing, you know, who are, um, you know, going through their process of um, finding themselves, but also men and, Mm -hmm. you know, educating our sons you know our yeah. boys and mm-hmm. you know um you know nobody's broad brushing obviously there you know I have met really wonderful men um really wonderful boys who have a good head on their shoulders who also advocate for respecting women and um you know empowering us and you know I think we need more boys like that more men like that who yeah. will work together with us in this fight to um, get justice and to, you know, um, find peace in all mm-hmm. of this. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's such a, I mean, this, this, this is such a, um, 
intense, you know, sensitive topic. Yeah. That is, I mean, it's something that like, you know, you can't, it's, it's something you, you, it's difficult to put into words. Um, but I think if I'm able to somehow, you know, even if it's a sentence or a word or anything that can just resonate with somebody, um, you know, and make them feel like, okay, like, you know, she gets me. So, you know, if she can do this, then why can't I do this? Yeah. Why can't I wake up tomorrow and, you know, try again, try again and, you know, um, work to, yes, of course, you know, uh, what happened, it shattered me, it put me to pieces, but now it's time to put the pieces back together. Yeah. You know, and uh, whatever way I can do that, you know, you, you said, you know, how will I incorporate marketing and, you know, my, my um, career, you know, and how, how I'm pursuing my career and how I'm going to incorporate this. And I think, that, like I, I told you in the beginning, I'm going to market myself and I'm going to use my voice to share my story and, you know, tell people they're not alone and educate people and, you know, just um, essentially kind of um, bring back the focus to loving each other and respecting one another and, you know, kind of finding the light in the darkness of things and yeah, yeah. um you know what i um i'm really looking forward to speaking with india um, yeah and you know working you know maybe working with the yellow heart committee to you know expand this and to you know raise my voice and to raise other people's voices and empower other women to speak up and share your story and talk about it and you know come together and really you know come together to be stronger together and yeah. um you know, and I think, I think it's possible. I think it's doable. You know, um, there's so many. I mean, I, I'm just part of the, um, unfortunately. But I think, you know, through through my words and you know through um, advocating for you know um, this healing and this peace, I think you know. Um, change can happen and you know hopefully um you know i can help somebody like i said rethink a bad decision you know help them get through their day um yeah or whatever awesome. it is so yeah <laughs> yes no that's really good and you know i wanted to just share that you said um, you know, as I shared with you when you and I met that I, too, was raped uh, as a child, as a 12 year old by my boyfriend. And um, and the thing about it that is is, you know, he has since apologized to me. He was only 13. I was 12. And um, he did not know what consent was because he had not been taught that he actually had been taught by his family that women needed a little coercing to get you know get in the mood and um and so um he apologized to me and i said you know i i forgave him and that has given me a lot of peace but it's this lack of education of the boys that also i think he was very disturbed by the fact that this happened i don't think he walked away and went yeah i, got, I had sex with her yay i think he went away and go what the heck just yeah. happened? That didn't feel right. That wasn't the loving thing that I, I thought it was going to be. Or uh, now I feel like now that I know what consent and coercion is, I feel like a creep. And, you know, and so I just wanted to note that I think I'm, I'm one thing I'm taking away from what you're saying loud and clear is the importance of prioritizing the education of boys and young boys in particular and we are going to have to go to a break, but we'll come back and we'll um, say some final words about that. Um, but thank you so much for bringing this topic up. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we've been having a rich discussion with survivor leader and advocate Iman Farouk, college student on her way to uh, just tremendous greatness. And um, Iman, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate appreciate having you here. Yeah, no, seriously. Thank you so much again. This has been uh, an amazing opportunity to uh, lift a huge weight off my chest. Wonderful. That makes me so happy to hear that, that this is healing for you. It's so important. You know, and one thing you said, and I have to say for you, you said the rape felt like death. And I can tell you that I felt the same way. And yet, and I, I don't know if you're there yet, but I'll just say for me, and I don't know if you'll ever get there. You may have a totally different experience for, for me. Um, there was a part of me that died that day, but it gave birth to a new, new life where I could, uh, yeah, I could be of support to others like me that are so very deserving and loved and, you know, and need the support. So I, I don't think I would be nearly as committed to this, what I'm doing now, if that hadn't happened to me. So, um, anyway, I don't know if that provides you any comfort, but certainly, um, uh, you know, we have some things in common and I so appreciate you for being on the show today. Um, I wanted to make sure that everyone is aware that I'm actually teaching about consent versus coercion on April 16th um, with the Contra Costa County Family Justice Center at 10 o'clock. It will be a Zoom and we will post the uh, event on our uh, website under events. So loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. So if you want to learn more, I'll be doing a complete teaching on what is consent versus coercion. So very timely here. Um, also, it's appropriate because um, April is National uh, Sexual Assault Awareness Month and Child Abuse Awareness Month. So we think that it is a very important topic uh, to cover. And I'm excited about sharing some details with you so that we can make sure it's real clear I'd encourage you, get your sons on that call. Get your sons there, not just your daughters, but your sons on that call so that they know the difference between coercion and consent. Um, All right. Well, um, I want to thank those of you who participated in our gala. It was a huge success. So grateful to all of you, all of our sponsors, Petna, Scale, uh, Synac, Cisco, uh, Regional Services, Jack and Hillary Vonage, um, H- Emerald HPC, and I think I may be forgetting someone. I sure hope I'm not. Oh, Team Carrasco and Two Records. Uh, thank you so much to all of you for supporting us. Um, it was a huge success, and Toya Brownlong just kicked it out of the out of the park, hit that big time home run, and you know I I I am still filled, overflowing with all the love that was on uh, there and uh, amongst everyone, even though it was a virtual event. I don't know how that's possible. So thank you again. Um, I want to also just encourage you to continue to support. 
our community store. Uh, we have some beautiful items we've posted up there in, in time for Mother's Day. So you can go to uh, store.loveneverfailsus.com and check out what we have there. Also, Craig Shelley has been kind enough to continue um, to support our work and several of his jewelry pieces, which would be great again for Mother's Day um, or Father's Day, are posted on his page, Craig Shelley of Beverly Hills Jewelry Line. And that is Love Never, I'm sorry, that's Craig Shelley, um, uh, C-R-A-I-G-S-H-E-L-L-Y dot com forward slash love dash never dash fails. Also, our 10-year commemorative watch. It, these are all Swiss watches, beautiful pieces. But this one t- happens to have a Love Never Fails logo engraved on it is available, will continue to be available throughout 2021. And that is available at love ne- at craigshelley.com forward slash 10 dash year dash anniversary. So we invite you to continue to support us in this way. We also will be doing some upcoming events. So keep an eye on our events page or our Facebook page, which is Love Never Fails fan page, our Instagram, which is Love Never Fails Us, our Twitter, which is Love Never Fails 5. Um, Just uh, stay in the loop with us. We've got some events to bring some visibility to sexual assault and to child abuse prevention. We're also releasing an app an educational app about situational awareness and partnership and partnership with Paradis. And we are, again, just so grateful to all of you for your partnership and your fight uh, to love yourself uh, more than you condemn yourself, more than you say bad words about yourself to just to love yourself. And so with that, I want to tell you that if you haven't heard it before, or if you need to hear it again, you are loved. Have a blessed day. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance, give up your